Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. And welcome to America's Heroes Group with our roundtable and our partner, Jesse Brown, VA, the VA Works. September is National Suicide Prevention and Hispanic Heritage Month. Today is Saturday, September 10th, 2022. We have a great show today. You just heard our host, Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Claiborne, the co-host. Our exec producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scott's Scouts Honor Productions. And we have Mr. Miss, uh, Miss Dr. Heidi Baruch. She's a JBBA internal medicine physician and the environmental health clinician who conducts Agent Orange and Gulf War exams registries as well as face-to-face burn pit registry exams. And we want to talk about the PACT Act and the Jesse Brown VA Medical Center and what you guys are doing there at that with this particular new legislation that just passed. So tell us about, first of all, what is the PACT Act and how did it come about? Well, first of all, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share uh, information about this really landmark new law called the PACT Act. It's historic in that it expands VA health care and benefits for veterans who have been exposed to toxins and burn pit toxins, uh, as well as providing the VA the opportunity to expand care for veterans and their survivors, care that they've really earned and deserve. Hmm. So so toxic exposure is something that has been uh, a recurring theme in the military for many, many conflicts we've had since Vietnam. We talked about Agent Orange. Now we have the burn pits. So tell us what uh, what can veterans expect as far as care when trying to get treatment for some of these expo- toxic exposures? So I can tell you that the PACT Act uh, represents the largest expansion of services in over 30 years and arguably the largest expansion ever. Um And the PACT Act was named in memory of Sergeant First Class Keith Robinson, who was a combat medic who died of a rare form of lung cancer. Mm. And the PACT part of the PACT Act is actually an acronym, and it is the Promise to Address Comprehensive Toxins Act, which is quite a mouthful, so we shorten it to PACT Act. But I think it's important to know the words because the first word of that act is the promise. It's a commitment that the VA has to expand uh, uh, and extend eligibility for VA health care for those who served in the Vietnam, Vietnam uh, era, as well as Gulf War and post-911 combat veterans. Um, it adds a number of new presumptive conditions 
uh, that uh, are related to mostly to burn pits and airborne hazards, but also to other toxic exposures, including Agent Orange exposures. It adds more presumptive locations for Agent Orange and radiation exposures. Um, another key point is that toxic exposure screenings will be provided to every veteran who's enrolled in VA care mm. with follow-up uh, exposure screenings every five years. And the other key clinical part and research part is uh, part of this act is to improve research, expand on what's already been done for many years to improve and enhance staff education so that we're all really familiar and aware of these toxic exposures and what we can do about them and to develop improved treatments uh, related to these exposures. Now, you touched on something that I think a lot of people who aren't in the military aren't familiar with, which are, which are presumptives. Can you explain a little right. bit how presumptives work and what that means? Sure. That's a really important point. So a presumptive condition is a condition that's been established by law to be caused by military service. So if a veteran has a presumptive condition, they don't need to prove it. It's, it's already been established by law. And, um, it, and that is as long as they meet the requirements of presumption, which could be where and when they served, et cetera. Okay. So the presumptives are very critical because it, it kind of helps veterans not have to prove that they are exposed or have some kind of uh, service-connected condition because if they're presumed to be in that area, that environment, wherever they were overseas or whatever the area that they're con considering exposure, you can go ahead and just get, get treatment. You can go ahead. You don't have to fight for your, for your ability to get, to get treatment. Is that more of a, is that correct in a way? That has been extended on, um, hugely with this act and i'm happy to give you some examples if mm. you'd like me to oh yeah uh, uh so first of all for agent orange uh, exposed veterans uh with this act uh in addition to those that have been passed uh presumptive by law in the past is hypertension or high blood pressure which will impact uh, a huge proportion of vietnam veterans and those who have been exposed to Agent Orange. Uh, for those who had exposures to airborne hazards and burn pits, uh, there are a number of cancer diagnoses that have been added to that presumptive list, including brain cancers, gastrointestinal cancers, reproductive cancers, head and neck cancers, uh, respiratory cancers, and, and more. It seems scary when you think about this, this, about the fact that you can just being exposed to something toxic can give you something like a cancer years and years down the road. Yeah. It seems such. And there are other like chronic non-cancer conditions. Yeah. So, so tell me, so when you're, when you're treating um, veterans, what are some of the most common questions you get from people that are trying to get um, care? So I think every, every veteran who has, uh, been treated or has been serving in, in an area where they were exposed is, I think uh, many have concerns about, you know, what that means to their health. Uh, what are the impacts of, of those exposures on their health? What can they do about them? How are they evaluated? Uh, all of those are questions that, um, that are commonly expressed. 
And do, would you say that it's important to get care sooner than later? Because a lot of times, when, if you're if you're coming back from service, you may you may feel fine. You may not feel sick at the moment, but once again, ten twenty years down the road, things could develop. So, how important is it to get screened early? Absolutely. Um, with the PACDAC and, and expansion of these these eligibility for veterans, um, first of all, we want to encourage every veteran, whether they think they're eligible or not, to apply for eligibility for health care if they've not re- been receiving it already. Very, very important um, because sometimes exposures may have some immediate and short-term effects. And sometimes those short-term effects may be short-term, and sometimes they may progress. And that's much of what this new law is uh, focusing on, uh, some of the longer-term effects, which, which we've talked about a little already. Mm. So how are the evaluations mm-hmm. conducted at the Jesse Brown VA? So the evaluations, I would say, first of all, to any veteran who gets their care at the VA, uh, any who doesn't, to uh, to look into that. But if you do get your care at the VA, it would be important to discuss your concerns with your primary clinician, your PCP. Uh, they're the ones who have your history and who know you, and they may be able to initiate, you know, initiate uh, an evaluation in response to what other symptoms you're having. Mm-hmm. Additionally, uh, at Jesse Brown, we do have an environmental health clinic, which I uh, am the clinician uh, in and we do um, evaluations called registry exams, which are essentially questionnaires, often and usually accompanied by physical exams, to uh, address a lot of those concerns. Mm. Um, basically, a registry exam is a questionnaire that is then put into a huge database nationally. However, really, the way I look at it, it gives the, the vet, each veteran who participates an opportunity to share their concerns, to ask questions for me as a clinician, to address those questions, to update you about new uh, conditions, like some of these new presumptive conditions, uh, and to tell you when I don't know, and there's a lot we really still don't know, which is why research and education is such a big part of this whole process. And ultimately, the goal here is really to improve the health and well-being for all veterans mm. to use so, this information. So you give us a little bit of insight of how to apply. So what are what's the – take us step-by-step. Step. So a veteran wants to get services, they feel they're, they're entitled to get some of these benefits. What's their first step in order to get treatment? So first, um, to get treatment at the VA, you need to apply to enroll. So there are a few ways to do it. It can be done online, in person, or by phone call. Uh, and so if, if you do it in person at Jesse Brown VA, there's a registration office uh, desk that is located uh, in the admission office in the emergency department intake. Or you can call Jesse Brown at 312-569-8387. And that number can start you through the process of talking to someone about enrollment eligibility. Hmm. And what can, so what can a veteran expect when they're going through this process? 
what types of things are you looking for specifically when you're trying to treat them? Well, I think that's really individual. Uh, it depends on what their symptoms are, what their concerns. We certainly want to address everyone's concerns. In terms of toxic exposures, um, one of the big parts of the PACT Act and is to do these uh, to do these uh, regular exposures. And exposure history is very important. Not only military exposures during combat, which is a big part of, of what this act is talking about, but a really thorough exposure history that might date back to hobbies they might have done as a child, to occupational exposures, uh, whether they be military or not. Uh, there are exposures in gar- what we call garrison exposures, for example, at Camp Lejeune, where there was uh, uh, toxic water for decades. Uh, and those are not combat exposures, but they're certainly exposures that uh, I've spoken with many veterans who, who have concerns about those. Hmm. Um, so, you know, so an exposure history involves military and other parts of one's uh, exposures during life. And when we talk about exposure, um, it's, it's long, I'm assuming the, long, the, the, more, the more exposure you have to a toxin, the worse that it'll, it'll become in your body over time. So how does, a, how does someone know if they've, ha- if they've hit that critical mass where that exposure is, has become toxic or maybe incidental? Maybe you've had some exposure, but maybe it doesn't, it doesn't evolve into anything. Yeah, that's a really complex uh, question. I, I don't have all of the answers, although taking a history and uh, speaking with veterans about what they've been exposed to, um, both military and, uh, you know, and, and before and after, can compound that, uh, that exposure risk. Mm. So if one was in an area for 10 minutes as opposed to, being somewhere for, you know, six months with 24-7 burn pits, mm. uh, I, I would venture to say that their exposure was much greater if they were surrounded by burn pits burning toxic uh, waste. Mm. And what other services does Jesse Brown VA offer? Well, Jesse Brown offers comprehensive health care, primary health care, specialty health care, mental health care, rehabilitation care, uh, any number of uh, services, um, as well as community care services for those who may uh, live far away from Jesse Brown, but, but are enrolled in the Jesse Brown uh, healthcare community. Now, when, when, when someone who's getting treatment at the Jesse Brown VA, how does that differ from, say, a, a regular traditional private hospital? Well, the Jesse Brown uh, healthcare is comprehensive within um, within the center, as and as I said, with um, with uh, referral services or community care services. I, I, there's a great focus on veterans because it is a veteran center, so staff is trained um, to identify issues that might be common among veterans that perhaps are not as common among those who haven't served or haven't been in combat. Hmm. And do you and you have a lot of people on staff, I imagine, that are also veterans themselves that can give care to veterans. So veterans are also serving veterans. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. 
in every uh, every part of the VA uh, healthcare system, from the clinical to the non-clinical care, and we actually identify ourselves with our with our with our IDs. And if someone is a veteran, they have an extra tag that says veteran, so they're easily identifiable. Wow. And I think that's really helpful for those who get their care at the VA. So, what do you think is next? So, this is a historic um, uh, legislation that, that passed. What do you think is the next step uh, as far as the evolution of trying to get better care to veterans? And how does the Jesse Brown VA, what's, what's going to be the mission going forward? Well, the mission is really to encourage as many veterans to uh, participate. Uh, and we really want to encourage veterans to participate so that we can really better um, we're committed to addressing health care issues that are specific to veterans. And this is, this is developing. This is a brand new law. It was passed one month ago. Mm. So there are still parts of this law that are, um, that are still in development. Uh, I can tell you that some of it has already been initiated in terms of application for services, in terms of some of the compensation issues that veterans uh, have concerns about. So also, this is really important, I wanted to ask you too as well. So when will the VA begin their outreach for the PACT Act? So we're beginning now. We're beginning now by encouraging eligible people to enroll. We are beginning now with education for staff professionals to be more informed and better informed uh, about this. We're encouraging people who and, and survivors who may be impacted by some of these uh, presumptive conditions uh, we were talking about to apply for both health care and for uh, disability. Um, so those are some of the ways that we are starting this. And have you seen positive response so far from veterans? Are you seeing more veterans coming forward and saying, you know what, maybe I should get checked out because I have been exposed to burn pits. I have been exposed to some of these toxic chemicals. Uh, absolutely. That, Like I said, this is very new, but every veteran I talk to has heard something about the PACT Act uh, mm-hmm. and how it might impact them or someone they know. Now, do so, you, absolutely. Do Is it necessary for, because I see a lot of commercials on TV for law firms that are trying to um, encourage veterans to reach out to them, things like that. Is it necessary to, to, to seek um, legal counsel? Is that something that's helpful at all in order to get benefits? Where, why are we seeing so many of these, these commercials on TV from a law firms offering their services to help veterans get benefits from the PACT Act? You know, um, I know the VBA is going to be on here discussing some more issues about compensation and pension, uh, and I think they might be able to address that uh perhaps differently than, than I can right now. Uh, I think there have been challenges with better, for veterans getting uh, some of the benefits that they deserve. And with this new law, some of these presumptives, uh, I imagine, will uh, take care of some of those concerns hmm. with more than 20 new presumptives uh, that have been established. Wow. So any last words? Take us out. What, 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 what's the last thing you want us to know about the, with, with the PACT Act and also how Jesse Brown can help veterans? Well, the PACT Act is really landmark. It's huge. Its services are developing and have started. And I would say that we encourage those who would like to enroll to do so. We're committed to addressing your concerns 
and your well-being. I really appreciate your time and all the great information you've given us. Dr. Heidi Baruch, she's a JBVA internal medicine physician and the environmental health clinician who conducts Agent Orange and Gulf War exams registries as well as face-to-face burn pit registry exams. Thank you for your time and all the information you've given us. Thank you so much. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.